the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for listening in. God loves us. He takes care of us, sustains us, and strengthens us through all of life's circumstances. And what must we do? Worship Him. Trust Him. Obey Him. Serve Him. We receive the benefits of God's grace and mercy even when we fall. Therefore, we must not forget to whom we belong and to whom we owe all honor, glory, and praise. As Pastor Rander challenges us to remember the Lord our God, have your Bible pen and paper handy as you will want to take notes. Prosperity has a way of dulling one's passion for God. You know, if you don't want it, prosperity, there's nothing wrong with it. And God provides it and praise God for it. But it causes one to become prideful if you're not careful. You'd be lifted up in pride. Think you better than. Nobody can tell you nothing. You, 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 you're hard to deal with. You have so much. You think too much of yourself. Have too high a view of yourself. You forgot from whence you have come. It causes you, when you, prosperity, if you don't guard it, 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 it causes you to become prideful. You know what else? Prosperity will cause you to become self-sufficient. Say self-sufficient. self-sufficient. In other words, you don't need God. You don't need the church anymore. You picky, you grumpy. You, 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 you question everything. Because you have a sense of having arrived. And so, so you, you're self-sufficient. You know, I don't need them. I can do this myself. You, you become ungrateful. Uh, there's a tendency to become ungrateful when you're, when you're prosperous. And when you, that's, nothing wrong with it. Praise God for it. But you got to watch it. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. Because prosperity can, can lessen one's dependency upon God. You see, and sometimes God has to give a blessed subtraction because you become so dependent on what God has given you. And so Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 4 says, look at, look at the prosperity of Israel. Y'all hanging with me? Look at verses 7 through 9. It says, your, Deuteronomy, your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell, 7 through 9. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. 8a, land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing. Underline that. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. What, what, a, what a prosperous land. And it's astonishing that God has showered upon us infinite undeserved blessings along with the gift of a brand new year, knowing in advance how apathetic some of you are going to be this year. You said, Happy New Year. I'm glad God brought us here. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year. And then 
then before next week comes, you're apathetic. Some of you become irresponsible. Some of you are negligent. Many saints will uh, have a tendency of backsliding. For example, many Christians are ungrateful, insensitive, arrogant. Many are selfish, lack passion, and refuse to give God the best of their time, the best of their talent, and the best of their treasures. Therefore, God tells us to consider our ways. The same God who has blessed us abundantly knows how to strip us to the point of brokenness and humiliation. In other words, if you don't humble yourself, God knows how to humble you. Everything you have, God can take it back. As a matter of fact, you came in this world with what? Nothing. Nothing. And when you leave, you're going to leave with what? I've buried a lot of folk and I've never seen a U-Haul behind a hearse. Nothing. So the same God who has blessed us abundantly knows how to strip us to the point of brokenness and utter humiliation. If we fail to consider our ways and repent of our disobedience and negligence with spiritual things, God knows how to take it back. Let me give you a great passage on that. I want you to turn to it. Haggai chapter 1 verses 3 through 6. So, so be thankful and be humble. The same God who gives knows how to subtract. Haggai chapter 1 verses 3 through 6. It says, Haggai chapter 1 verse 3 through 6. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple to lie in ruins? Now, therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, underline this, consider your ways. Consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but do not have enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. In other words, anytime you gather something, you lose it faster than you can gather it in. He said, I make what you take in come to nothing. That's why we need to come into this year with a posture of humility and gratitude. Number three, remember that you are a holy and chosen people. The Lord our God wants us to remember that we are a holy and chosen people. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 6 through 8. Remember that you are a holy and chosen people. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verses 6 through 8. Find it as quickly as you can. The scripture says, For you are a holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself. A special treasure above all the peoples on the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love on you nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, but because the Lord loves you and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers. The Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Remember, Maranatha, that we are a holy and chosen people 
just like Israel was and is. Since it was a privilege that God chose Israel as his own treasured possession, Israel needed to emulate Jehovah God by living holy. Israel needed to emulate God by uh, having a separate life and separating themselves from the corrupt and wicked nations around her. God requires that we also live up to his expectations for us, which is to possess character. He's calling us today to be a holy people. It means that we must possess character. What we need today are men and women and mothers and fathers and children who have great character. We need a holy people possess a good reputation. A holy people focuses on moral purity. A holy people demonstrate love for his brother, kindness and compassion toward others. A holy people unto the Lord hates what is evil and loves what is good. A holy people unto the Lord live in obedience to the word of Almighty God. God is real. When we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven, God himself will live among his children. No more problems, no more pain, nor more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoyed this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. You say, well, he's talking to Israel. I say, yes, but he's talking to the church as well. You say, well, how, how can you say that? Just turn over to 1 Peter 2.9. And it tells you about us, the church today. You see a parallel there in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It references uh, the, 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 the posture and character of the church. First Peter 2, 9 says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood with God's representative. And we have access to God and we don't have to go through a priest to get to God. We have direct access to God. Commune with God. Pray to God. We are a holy nation. We are to be set apart. We are his, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are a holy people. We are a royal priesthood. A holy nation. And that's why and God calls us to live a separated life in that we don't do everything the world does. That's right. We're not to be cussing. That's right. Because we are holy people. We are his own special possession. We will not be tattooing ourselves up. Because we ought to look like Jesus. If Jesus were here, would he be tattooing himself up? A body piercing himself all over to the point that your tongue looked like a Christmas tree? All, just tattooing your body all up. Body piercing your body. Huh? Walking around in a drunkard stupor, huh? acting a fool. You know, God is playing, playing uh, 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 the, the lottery and, and gambling and uh, pornography and all these things. God says, come from among them and be separate. We say we're Christians, but where's the difference? If any man be in Christ, he's a what? New creation, but what's new? You go like, you go where they go. You talk like the world, 
You look like the world. That's right. You'd rather have uh, 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 secular music as opposed to sacred music. Huh? You watch anything on television, go see any kind of movie, no matter what rating it is, and don't even, doesn't even grieve you when the Holy Spirit is grieved. Why don't y'all say amen? amen. We ought to, God didn't call us to look holy. He calls us to be holy in our conduct and be holy because he has brought us out of darkness into the marvelous light. The fourth thing we need to remember is this. Remember to give God Remember to give God his glory. Remember to give God his glory. Look at Deuteronomy 8, 17. Remember to give this year. Be passionate. That's what I'm focusing on. On giving God the glory for everything. He created us for his glory and for his pleasure. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 17, it says, Then you say in your heart, my power. And the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Now that's arrogance and that's pride. Our response to all the undeserved blessings that God has showered upon us is to give God honor. To give him glory is to give him praise. To give him glory is to give him adoration. To give him glory is to give him thanksgiving. To give him glory is to give him worship. To give him glory is to give him the honor that is due his name. We must not steal God's glory with our thoughts. We must not steal God's glory in our motives. We must not steal God's glory with our actions. We must not steal God's glory with our unholy deeds. We were created for his glory and praise and everything that God has given us is exclusively for us to put his glory, the Lord's glory, on display in our lives. It is a dangerous thing indeed to steal any of God's glory, which is reserved solely for himself. Did you hear what I, that's a big statement I made. It is a dangerous thing indeed to steal any of God's glory, which is reserved exclusively and solely for God himself. Isaiah 42, 8, just jot it down. Isaiah 42, 8 says, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another. He said, I'm not going to give you not one inch of my glory. It's mine. Everything is mine. I'm God, not you. It's about me, not you. When you get saved, the first thing you have to reckon with is the fact that it's not about you. <laughs> We give him, it's a dangerous thing to steal God's glory. Let me give you one biblical illustration. I can give you others, but let me give you one. I want everybody with a Bible uh, to turn to it. Uh, turn to Acts chapter 12, verses 21 through 23. Acts chapter 12, verses 21 through 23. When you find a shame, man, Acts chapter 12, he's a man that stole God's glory. And look at the repercussions. So on a set day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting, the voice of God and not of a man, the voice of God and not of a man, the voice of God and not of a man. And he was just sucking it all in. Oh, yeah, you're right. Keep saying that. I am God. I am God. Verse 23 then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God and he was eaten by worms and died. 
Is that in your Bible? Now, you, do you think you're going to have the audacity to steal God's glory? Listen, and I'm going to tell you, anytime somebody speaks well of you, a commendation, or whatever, whatever they say, before that day's in, God has taught me that and is teaching me that still. Give it all back to Jesus. Whatever they said, whatever was nice, whatever, and it may have been true and probably is true. But before that day gone, come, before that day is over with, you make sure every ounce of glory, that uh, a commendation, or anything that went toward goes back to Jesus. Surrender it all back to Jesus before you close your eye in sleep that day. Give God his glory. Don't steal his glory. Honor him. Praise him. Worship him. Adore him. Don't steal God's glory. Number five. Listen, now this is a biggie. We'll probably end with this. We must re remember that it is impossible to take possession of our blessings apart from keeping the commandments and having faith in Almighty God. Okay, I reiterate. I know you're writing. We must remember that it is what? impossible to take possession of our blessings apart from keeping the commandments and having faith in almighty God. Now this is a big one that I'm going to hang on and, and I close with. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verses 1 and 2. It says every commandment which I command you today you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in, underline this, and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. He said, you, if you keep the commandments, you're going to go in and possess it. You understand? In other words, we must remember that it is impossible to take possession of our blessings apart from keeping the commandments and having faith in almighty God. I, I reiterate that verse. Deuteronomy 8, 1 and 2. Every commandment. Say every commandment. Which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. Possessing that land was conditional upon, uh, based on their faith huh? and based on their obeying the word. And all I want to say to you today, my friends, a lack of faith and revelation. A lack of faith and rebellion will cause us not to inherit blessings that could have been ours if we only were obedient and had faith in God. Let me repeat it. A lack of faith and persistency in rebellion will cause us not to inherit blessings that could have been ours if we only were obedient and had faith in God. Let me give you a wonderful biblical illustration Everyone with the Bible, turn to Numbers chapter 13, verses 1, 2, and 3. Numbers chapter 13, verses 1, 2, and 3. It's just good seeing all the Bibles being opened and the pages turned. Numbers chapter 13, verses 1, 2, and 3. You can label this, the Lord sends the 12 spies. Verse 13, and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan. Which I am give, look, which I am giving you to the children of Israel from each tribe of their fathers. You shall send a man, everyone a leader among them. So Moses sent them from the wilderness to Paran 
according to the command of the Lord. All of them men who were heads of, of the children of Israel. Okay, so Numbers 13, 1 through 3 is the Lord sends the 12 spies. Now, Numbers 13, 25 through 32, the report from the spies. Numbers 13, chapter 13, verses 25 through 32 is the report from the spies. Look at the report they brought. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It is truly, look, it truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. These huge, gigantic fruit from the promised land. First, I mean, you haven't seen apples until you've seen, you've seen those apples and corn and stuff. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once, says Caleb, and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against this people, against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. So some huge principles I want to share in that. First thing I'd like to say is, listen, based on this text, when you are confronted with obstacles, did Israel have an obstacle? Yes. They had to take possession, but they had to fight. When you are confronted with obstacles and challenges in life, believe that with the help of the Lord, you can overcome it. That's, that's the faith that Caleb had. Huh? He believed that he believed that he could overcome it when 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 others did not believe. Look at verse 30. Underline this, highlight it. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are able to overcome it. Let me tell you something. Our problems and difficulties in life always look bigger when we take our eyes off God. Listen, y'all going to need this this year because we don't know what kind of obstacles and challenges we're going to encounter. So you be mindful that our problems and difficulties in life always look bigger when we take our eyes off God. There were 10 spies. They took their eyes off of God where two kept their eyes on God. Verse 28 says, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak. Huh, look at the problem there. Verse 31. But the men had gone up with him. We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. They go, for them, they are stronger than we. They are mightier than we. Verse 32b. 
The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. Hey, they're going to they're kill us if we go over there. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. They big men. We can't handle them. Y'all don't want to go there. Let me tell you something. These ten, 10 of the spies brought back a bad report why two believe God by keeping their eyes on God. Let me say this. Refuse to allow bad reports from others to drown your faith. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? Refuse to allow bad reports from others to drown your faith. Look at verse, verse 32. It says, and they gave the children of Israel a bad report. Of the land which they had spied out. And you got a lot of people, they, they focus on bad reports. They, they have a bent toward negativity. If it's something bad, they can find it. They're they looking for it. They're looking for it. They, they can, they can, they, they're going to find it if it's bad. That's why I say get out the news. You, you know, the news morning, news noonday, news evening, late news, evening news, news news. Listen, bad reports. Commercials are inherently bad. You say, what do you mean? They always create a, a, a sense of discontentment and mess up your satisfaction with God. Create you, you get iPad 1, then here come iPad 2. You get iPad 2, then here come iPad 3. You get iPad 3, then here come iPad 4. iPad 3 is working quite well, but here come 4. And the commercial glamorize that. Oh, I gotta have it. Woo, off you go. Bad reports. So what you worried about? What you afraid of? He's in charge no matter who's there. We just realize that our God is able to keep us because he's God. our God is not president. He's our king. God is real. When we accept him as our Lord and Savior, the indwelling Holy Spirit becomes alive in us. And as indescribably good as that is, the best is yet to come. In heaven... God himself will live among his children. No more problems, no more pain, no more preparing for the worst, because the worst will no longer exist, nor will we remember that it ever did. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.